0: Thanks for tuning in to the Sweat Local podcast brought to you by Movement Strength. My name is Isaac, and today I'm going to be chatting with Nicole, who's one of our members here at Movement Strength. She also runs a few different businesses here in London, Ontario. So on this episode, we're going to be discussing fitness, business, and a bunch of other topics as well. So we hope you guys enjoy it. Today, I'm joined by Nicole Snowblen, nailed it. Uh, who is not only a new gym-goer, but also a crazy busy entrepreneur with some really cool brands that we'll talk a little bit about later on. So, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us today, despite your busy schedule.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: No worries. So, would you say that this whole gym scene is like a fairly new experience for you?
1: Super new. Like, I am not (laughs) athletic at all. I didn't do any sports growing up other than baseball, and I had probably gone to a gym maybe once or twice outside of like gym class and that we were forced to do so this is super new and intimidating for me for sure
0: so what was it that sort of made you finally just walk through the doors of a gym
1: well next summer i'm getting married so i thought i want to thank you i want to look my best obviously for that day so i had to do something different than what i was currently doing so i thought you know what, I'm going to join a gym. And my fiance was like, I never thought I was going to see this day. Like what is happening? So, um, that was a main motivator, uh, for me for sure.
0: Cool. Okay. So when you like finally stepped into the gym, was it as like intimidating as you thought? Like, did you walk in and like guys were ripping their shirts off and (laughs) bars were being dropped?
1: No, no, not at all. But I definitely was terrified the first class. I was like, what am I doing? I'm so out of my element. I didn't even know what a burpee was and like the coach is like, okay, everybody do 10 burpees I'm like, pardon (laughs) so, um, it wasn't, um bad at all though Like everyone was so, um, non-judgmental at all and I thought like, you know, everyone's gonna be looking at me Like she doesn't know what she's doing. What is she doing here? But everyone was so helpful. And so, um just really nice honestly it was a really I had so much fun I'm continuing having so much fun so
0: good yeah. good so what did you do before then like before the gym existed were you just like sitting at home watching endless hours of Netflix?
1: Um, my schedule definitely doesn't allow for that, so I was just <laughs> working all the time. And that's something um, I recently thought of is that I don't really have a hobby or do anything outside of work, so being able to come to the gym three days a week, it's kind of like my time, and it's helped a lot with de-stressing because I live such a busy life schedule that mm-hmm. um, or lifestyle that... Um, it's it it honestly just helps with my mental health so much
0: yeah yeah and that's something I want to come back to as well is just the whole like working out and productivity being such a a young entrepreneur but um, you've now been consistently coming to the gym for how long three four months
1: yeah about that it was uh, I think June was when I started yeah so a few months now
0: yeah because I remember you came and was it For Canada Day that you brought friends? Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. My sister and friend. (laughs) I made them come out.
0: (laughs) Yes. They're like, we don't do this. I don't know what this is. What is happening? No. No, it's great. It's great. Um, Okay. So three to four months of consistency. Mm -hmm. How's Nicole feeling?
1: I feel different, to be honest. I I feel like that's so cliche to say, but um, I feel like a different person. Um, I just, I used, my friends used to make fun of me because I used to go to bed at like nine because I was like (laughs) nine o'clock. I was dead. I was like, I'm ready for like sleep and now it's like i'm up till like almost midnight i'm like oh, wide wow. awake i just have so much more energy um and i just feel like more confident and i know that obviously going to the gym your body changes and that sure. obviously contributes to that but i just it's hard to explain but it's like a different than just a visual confidence it's like a, this internal mm-hmm. kind of confidence that i've built so i feel good
0: <laughs> do you so if you're going to bed at 12 are you waking up at like noon
1: <laughs> no i get up at like seven thirty eight. But like, I'm not going to bed at 12 every day, but yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I can stay up till 12 though. So before it was like nine o'clock and I'm like, the world was over, like good yeah. night everybody. So it's, yeah, okay. more time in my day. I That's feel. great. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: great. We'll take it. Um, okay. So when we think of fitness being sort of one component, what was nutrition like in your life before June?
1: Well, having such a busy schedule, I just kind of honestly ate like garbage because Mm -hmm. whatever was quick and convenient because I didn't spend time meal prepping or anything and um, coming home from an event, I would stop at Wendy's and grab fast food and I would just make a habit of that because it was easy, it was there. Um, But then going through this experience and doing that six-week challenge, it's like completely shifted my perspective on what it was putting in my body Mm -hmm. that like now, not to say that I'm like counting every single calorie or like checking all the carbs, but I'm making um adjustments to my lifestyle significantly that like I don't even crave sugar anymore which is weird because I would eat so much chocolate like that was my go-to but now it's like like hardly ever and I don't know it's it's nice to be in that mindset that I don't actually need that or I'm not craving that so it's yeah yeah no that's good
0: do you still and like be honest do you still like have a piece of cake or have oh, yeah. chocolate every once in a
1: while. Yeah, in moderation for sure. But yeah. I'm much more um, aware of like how often I'm having it. So like I'll treat myself once in a while, but um, not nearly as much as I used to for sure.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the common misconception too is when people assume of making this healthy lifestyle yes. change. Where it's like, all right,
1: I got to never throw having the sugar chocolate. again. Yeah. 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 never
0: <laughs> ever will I eat poopy again. No, where it's just about trying to do it in moderation. As exactly. You mentioned. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So. When we fast forward to today and we think of how different your body maybe feels, how you're walking around with more confidence, yeah. um, what was it that sort of held you accountable? Like, Why did you stick to this plan where before mm-hmm. maybe you couldn't stick to something consistently?
1: Yeah, definitely having the accountability from the gym and the coaches helped like a lot. Like, I honestly don't think I would have achieved my goal through that six-week challenge that I did um, had I not had been held accountable for it for sure mm-hmm. um, because I had no experience going to the gym so I wouldn't even know what to do there so having someone tell me what to do helped so much telling me what I was putting in my body what I should be what I shouldn't be and like that like I just wouldn't have taken the time I think to research enough to know yeah um, so that the whole experience of coming to the gym is what held me accountable for sure.
0: Yeah. What are some other things like with accountability? Like what did the coaches coaches specifically do or the gym specifically do to make sure that you were coming?
1: Um I think honestly it's weird to say, but like the first week when I finished I was dead. Like I <laughs> could not walk. Like yeah. I'm not even exaggerating. Like it was a struggle. But I just like loved the social aspect of coming to the gym, if that yeah. makes sense. Like Like I said before, like I didn't have much of a hobby or do anything outside of work, but like coming here, it was, I looked forward to it every day, which is, you know, most people don't always look forward to going to the gym, I guess. Um, but then the coaches were so, um, you know, it's not like one-on-one, but it is like, they actually make an effort to, um know where your progress is or like how you're doing and make modifications if things aren't working for you because the first few months I did not know how to do a push-up like I could not physically do it because I don't have a lot of upper body strength but the coaches um, taught me the modifications on what I can do but then actually saw me progress and went out of the way to tell me saying like wow you've like accomplished so much since then or you've grown so much and it's like for them to notice it it meant a lot so it was like they were kind of holding me accountable that like, Hey, I can do this. Yeah. I just got to do the work and to do it. So that, that means so much to yeah. Me, yeah, that they notice. Yeah.
0: It, the accountability is, is key. It is. Right. I agree, yeah. Everyone assumes it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to a gym because I need to get fit and like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But you can't out train a crappy diet <laughs> No. and you can have the best diet, but if you don't have anyone telling you to do it, you're never going to follow through with it. No, I agree. Yeah. So, and I think
1: goal setting is really um, huge, huge too. Yeah. yeah. Like, actually setting out not even just what your goal is but what you have to do that like the steps that you have to take to actually achieve it is really important too
0: yeah as much as i like hate on new year new me yes uh, <laughs> there is something too like you know in the new year is usually when people restart their goals I and agree, they create yeah. plans so there's some validity i to usually
1: it. use my birthday as that i re- use that like my birthday as a reflection as to yeah. what i've accomplished in the past year and what i want to do in the year to come so that's a good it's idea it's kind of the same as new year's but i just use a, a different day i guess yeah.
0: no <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) right do it on your birthday okay that's cool um okay so i might have already asked you this but i forget so i'm sorry but (laughs) when we think of today Mm -hmm. what would you say is like the biggest difference if there was like one key thing from june to where are we in november Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what's like the biggest difference for nicole
1: i'm gonna have to say energy is huge like i was tired all the time and now it's like i'm just ready to go like it's been a really big change that i've noticed and that i'm really happy that i'm like that because like i'm only 27 and i felt like i was stuck in like a 50 year old lady's body but now i'm just i just i don't know i feel like it's given me like i said more time i'm going to bed later like i'm not as drained at the end of the day i can Mm -hmm. actually wake up but i'm like the first alarm i'm ready to go instead of snooze <laughs> snooze, snooze so That's it's awesome. yeah energy for sure
0: would you say that you were initially attracted to the gym for other reasons like things like losing weight toning for up sure. yeah.
1: yeah i mean um, i've had some surgeries recently in the past couple of years that have put me on bed rest for several weeks so of course with that and my habit of not eating healthy i've gained weight quickly yeah. so um being going to a gym or thinking about going to a gym uh obviously i wanted to lose weight and tone and yeah. with the wedding coming up i i don't know i just wasn't happy with how i looked so yeah. i had to do something about it so going to the gym is what i chose but.
0: yeah see because that's what that's what i love is yeah. most people are attracted or go to a gym because of those reasons like i want to lose weight i want to mm-hmm. tone up i want to get abs things yeah. like that. <laughs> but what keep people at a gym is how they feel So even though I asked you to pick one thing and like, yeah, you've lost the weight and yeah, Mm -hmm. you've toned up. It was the energy that you highlighted because it's like, yeah, you can't put a price on that.
1: No, I agree. So that's really cool. Well, it's interesting you say that because like I said, I originally came here for uh, losing weight or looking good for the wedding, but it's like, it's a social thing now it's like the way that i feel now my goal is to build strength like upper body strength and it's like that's nothing that i was even on my radar before coming to the gym it was just like oh i just want to look cute yeah like no i want to be strong so
0: that's awesome that's awesome so i think energy kind of segues nicely into the next piece i want to talk about which is you being you know an entrepreneur to Mm -hmm. a variety of different businesses so um i've already sort of Given the answer, but like this renewed energy that you have, okay. have you found that it has made an impact on your businesses?
1: Definitely. Like, um, I've had a business for over six years and then uh, a not for profit for a few, and then just recently in the past few months, uh, started another business. And I honestly, like, why not? Right. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm already busy enough, but <laughs> I felt like maybe without all this extra energy, maybe I wouldn't have done that because I would have been too tired. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay.
0: Cool. So, I mean, we might as well just talk about the different businesses. So we have the Abbey Fund, we have Evelyn by Nicole, and then is the newest one Little London Boutique?
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh, Evelyn by Nicole Snowblend is a Canadian-made women's wear clothing line. Um, It's a social enterprise, so a portion of our profits is used towards um, a program called the Abbey Fund, and that's a soon-to-be not-for-profit organization where I volunteer my time to meet with children in the hospital to design their dream dresses or superhero capes. And then I personally bring them to life and gift it to them. So essentially, my uh, clothing line funds uh, this program. And then just recently, I opened a Little London Boutique with a, a co-founder, and that's a baby and mommy store in the Western Fair Market.
0: That's really cool. That's Thank really you. Cool. Um, although all of your businesses sound amazing, <laughs> the one I really want to sort of dig into and talk about a little bit more is, um, is the Abbey Fund. For sure. Because I, I don't know where I first heard about it, Mm -hmm. but I remember, I think you mentioned it in passing probably, and probably because you live it every day, not to say it doesn't seem like a big deal, Mm -hmm. but it's like, when you hear about it externally, (laughs) like that is such an amazing idea. Thank you. And I go to the website and I'm like, you guys have to go to the website. Is it just (laughs) theabbyfund.com? Perfect. theabbyfund.com. Um, and like you see all these pictures of the dresses or the, you know, superhero costumes that they created on pen and paper. And then you actually go and like create this for them and deliver it. It's so cool.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's such a rewarding experience, but it's also very emotional to oh, see children in those really tough situations like yeah. They're spending more time surrounded by doctors and nurses than their own family members More time in a hospital room than in a classroom at school and mm-hmm. until you actually see a child in that situation You kind of take so much for granted and it's um, I just wanted to be part of honestly making their day a little bit brighter and just letting them be a kid Even if it was for five minutes.
0: Yeah Yeah. How did you get into it? Like, how did it start?
1: Yeah. So um, every year through my clothing line, I would give away dresses to women who couldn't afford them. And then when I launched a children's line, I did the same concept, but for kids. But all of the nominations were of children who were in the hospital. So I thought that would be kind of cool if I went and met with them and actually let them physically draw draw the design instead Mm -hmm. of me just giving them a generic dress. And so going through that experience with the first girl, her name was Kiana, I just, I knew I had to do this for as many kids as I possibly could. Because the impact that it made not only on her, but also her family that was there, yeah. is, I just, I had to do this. So. And when was that? So that was in 2015. When
0: 2015. I okay. So it's been about four, yeah, five years. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, so I've done over 120 designs so far. So.
0: Holy cow. Yeah. Is there, like, is it usually a certain amount per month, or is there a time of year that things Not ramp up?
1: really. It's kind of just whenever I receive them. Um, so I work on them mostly in my spare time. I say that, but yeah. I obviously uh, account for a certain amount of hours per week to work on sure. them. Um, but I work closely with Make-A-Wish Southwestern Ontario and the Sunshine Foundation of Canada. So they'll usually, um, send me requests and submissions, (coughs) excuse me. And then, uh, I'll receive them through our website or on Facebook. So it's just a matter of like some months I can do up to 10 other months. It's a little bit slower and there's only two or three. So it just depends.
0: So are you like, are... Are these foundations reaching out to you and then you're getting in contact with the children or is it...
1: So it's a little bit different the way that it works with the um, organizations because with Make-A-Wish, obviously the child is granted a wish so they get to figure out what that is. And so most of them are like, I want to go to Disney World. So the wish grantor will ask them, what do you envision yourself wearing when you go to Disney World? And they'll design this dress. Aww. So I don't physici- physically work with the ones yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in those organizations, but it's a sim- similar concept. It's just not me with them. Yeah. And then they'll uh, give me the design and I'll bring it to life and gift it to them.
0: So good. <laughs> Thank you. What does like, the presentation look like when you give them you know, yeah, the so- dress, the costume?
1: So the first girl, actually, I'll tell this story. Um, So when I met with Kiana at Victoria Hospital, she was waiting for a kidney transplant. And when I went into her hospital room, I just told her I was a local fashion designer. I was uh, looking for some help to design a dress. Didn't really tell her that I was actually bringing this design to life because I wanted it to be a surprise. So she came up with this really cool uh, design that did not exist at all. It was like fluorescent green and orange (laughs) and pink stripes. And so I asked her if I could borrow her drawing for a couple days after she finished. And she said yes. So I went home and I took her drawing and then I cut out every single piece, pattern make it, sewed it and brought it to life. And then when I went back to the hospital, she had just come back from a um, some sort of treatment. So she was a little bit mm-hmm. grumpy. So I uh, handed her a drawing. And I said, do you remember drawing this with me a couple days ago? And she said, yeah. And I said, I have a surprise for you. So I handed her a white box, and when she started revealing inside that it was her dream dress come to life, the entire room went silent, oh. and the biggest smile came on her face, and I just I just knew in that moment I had to do this for as many kids as I possibly could. So That is so, so cool. Yeah, that's kind of how that like the experience usually works yeah sometimes the parents are too excited and i'll tell them like of oh you, this design is gonna come to life or, <laughs> <No>. yeah <laughs> and it's fun too because the parents like to get involved with the design when i'm kind of sitting down yeah. with them they'll be like yeah. oh like why don't you include this or like so it's kind of like a fun little family thing and that helps me connect with them as well so sure. i feel like going through that experience it's not over then i'm i become friends with these families and Every year we host a fashion show where local recipients model their own creations. Yep. And then uh, we uh, basically that helps us fund the program, but it also gives them a night away from their reality.
0: That's really cool. That's really cool. So when is that? It usually um,
1: happens every June. We don't have a date set for next year, but it's usually every spring.
0: Okay. So like how can people help out? Where can people donate? What does that look like?
1: Yep. So we're in the process of setting up like some sort of uh, donation on our website. But okay. usually if you just reach out to us through email, Facebook, or our website, uh, we can help you through that process. Or you can attend the event every year that we host in June. Uh, we usually get local businesses to um, donate to our silent auction or sponsor the um, fashion show or the event. And uh, it's honestly such an amazing event. It's like... Everyone's crying the whole time. I will yeah. warn you; like, it's so emotional, but it's I also so it. empowering.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's really cool. Um, we'll make sure that we include like links and description yes. in the show notes down below, so um, we won't have to say it verbally over here for <laughs> no one to know. Okay, um, that's amazing. Uh, that's kind of all I got, Nicole. Yeah.
1: No, that was. A good Thank chat. you so much for hopping on. <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: That wasn't bad, right?
1: <laughs> we killed it. One go,
0: one go, we killed it. Okay, amazing. <laughs> Once again, thanks so much for tuning in for today's podcast. In the show notes, I'm going to include all the information of where you can find Nicole, as well as how you can help um, support the Abbey Fund. Uh, So all that will be linked in the show notes down below. If you have any questions about movement strength, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or shoot us an email, whatever is best for you. Until next time, see you guys later.